Welcome to the after show for Super Soul Conversation, Super Soul Sit Down. So today we are welcoming the unwelcome. And if you want to know what that means, then you are going to have to tune in now. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Tune in right now. Hey, welcome to... Jamie, it's Monday. It is. (laughs) It is Monday. I think tomorrow will be like turn up Tuesday, but today is... No, not mundane Monday. What do, I need a name for today. Mellow Monday. Mellow. It should be motivational Monday, but that's so overdone. Yeah. But I mean, we could all use a little bit more motivation in our life, right? Why not? Welcome to motivational Monday. Motivational, then. especially with <laughs> yeah. Oprah. Like she's always encouraging us to push a little bit harder, and I need her voice of wisdom today. Absolutely. So we are going to share that today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This is Super Soul Sit Down, the after show for Oprah's podcast. Super Soul Conversations. So we are going to have a conversation today. Now, life gets tough, right? There are things about life. Life is beautiful. It's amazing. But the hard parts, a lot of the times we want to shut out, move aside, not deal with, and do whatever we can to move on. But today we're going to talk about how to welcome those things. Welcoming the unwelcomable. Unwelcomable. Like <laughs> unwelcomable. We're welcoming the unwelcomables <laughs> today. So um, before we get started, I am your host. I'm super excited to be here, Jamie Alexander, and I have the amazing Haley J with me today, like always. Aw, what's up, everybody? Haley J. Let's go. These are our Mondays, girl. I love coming here and having Monday with you. Me too. It really is like a little therapy session. Yeah. I need it. Yes. So we're going <laughs> to have our little moment. So today... Please, Jamie, do not butcher this name. Pima Chodron. 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 Pima Chodron is the guest that Oprah spoke with today. And she's an American Tibetan Buddhist and a nun, actually. Yeah, an ordained nun and a Kyra. A Kyra Akraya and disciple of Chogyam. Okay, we're we're done. She's amazing. Um, I was really gonna try to read that for you guys, and I tried to you know spell that out, but that was super tough. Say author and pioneer of the mindfulness movement. So she's I love that, and she's written books like When Things Fall Apart, um, Living Beautifully, The Places That Scare You. So you can kind of get a vibe from her that she's all about going to do you know to deal with the things that we don't like to deal with, which I love. So what did you think about the? What did you think about the episode overall, like her overall tips and tools and what Pima had to share? Well, I love a good quote, so yeah. I really picked up on a lot of things she said. I love a podcast that really allows me to be present, stop in the middle of rush hour traffic and say, whoa, I didn't think about things that way. And even the concept of welcoming the unwelcome, you initially want to be like, no, why? No, like, why? I don't like this feeling. Why would I <laughs> encourage it in my life? But The more I learn about perspective, the more we listen to Oprah's podcast and just realizing how much power we hold within our mind and how we approach things, Mm -hmm. it made a lot more sense. And I immediately could understand where she's coming from, where if you accept the feelings, it got me immediately thinking how many thoughts, like they say we have so many thoughts a day, right? I don't even remember, but thousands and thousands. thousands. But how many thoughts do you think we spend pushing away instead of accepting and that the pain is in resistance. So the idea that if you accept it, feel it, and then go through it, which yeah. easier said than done, like we say this all the time, but to bring in to welcome the uncomfortable feelings, you will naturally become more comfortable and then you get stronger through that process. Ooh, yeah. So what I really liked and appreciated about her is I actually like to talk about the hard stuff. Like I used to do a podcast back in the day. 
um, about entrepreneurs, but I didn't want to talk about all of the, oh my God, I have this great thing. It was like, where was it hard? When did you feel like giving up? Did you ever feel like, you know, I like diving into that stuff because it's really so much a part of the makeup of who we are. Like that juxtaposition of, oh my God, things are great. And then the opposition that we always have to deal with is literally what makes things colorful. Well, we already have Instagram. We have the filters. So we seek, we seek realness. And I, I, it was funny. I keep catching myself even in a very social setting, like parties, Halloween parties. And somehow I'm having these deep conversations about the world within five minutes. And sometimes I'm like, Haley, can you just talk to someone without like, like, can you just like talk about how your day was instead of getting so deep? But then another part of me believes that I am attracting those types of people because I just, I thrive for a deeper conversation. And I think that's why I don't like little small dates and small talk because yeah, like my favorite color doesn't define me. Like, let's get to know each other. And I, I think it's Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline that conversations like this are just so inspiring because there's so much to undive and finding that right person romantically or not, but just connecting with a group of people that push you to think deeper is a really cool thing. Yeah. I think it's important. I think so much more people are into it more than what we think. Cause I find myself having conversations like that too. And we'll get lost in it. And we're talking about spirituality and the connection though, right? Yes, absolutely. So I think people are craving conversations like this, where we can go a little bit further. Like you said, we have Instagram. I've seen enough of the highlight reels. That's great. But there's all kinds of other things going on. And so I really like the way she dives into that. Um, do we want to read this? Did you, is this one of your quotes? Um, yeah, let's. I okay, love it. I was going to say, I actually yeah. didn't choose. I don't believe I have this one. But Yeah, you want to read it? If one wishes suffering not to happen to the people and the earth, it begins with a kind heart. Hmm. Sounds simple, but I really think if you come from a place of kindness and choose the faith over fear, kind of that reoccurring concept we see, that you're going to react in a much better way. And what really stood out to me was her just like me concept. Oh, yeah, that was great. And she gave the perfect example. When you're sitting in L.A. traffic, you're mad. You want to get home. You're hungry. You have stuff to do. Especially I've always kissed myself getting really stressed out, thinking about all the things I need to do when I'm home. And the more I sit there, the more I'm stressed out. But she simplified it so easily by saying, just like me. Yeah. I'm sitting here stuck in traffic because obviously all these other people are here to cause it and stuck too. I bet no one wants to be stuck in traffic. So I think I even did this one time. I might have said on the podcast, but I did an exercise of, okay, how can I take in this moment as a good thing? And I realized that I had so many things that I could, you know, accomplish while being stuck in traffic I could just practice breathing I could listen to a podcast and I think if you just search for you know the ways that we're all connected it makes you seem like oh poor me you're just like get over it all these other people are here with you yeah you can tend to get selfish in your journey um, as you're going through things especially if it's traffic you have things to do you have places to be but I I like the just like me too and I see it um, in a lot of spaces you know, before I give myself negative feedback on myself, I look at someone great and be like, they're just like me also. Like it goes both ways, you know, not only negative, but positive. Like, um, there's practices and things 
that somebody might have done to be in a particular space, but at the end of the day, you're just like me. Like, for example, to hear Oprah obviously say she completely gets the concept we look at Oprah sometimes as this far off, like, oh my God, she's so, and she does do great things. She's very amazing, but she's, again, she's also just like us. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we, we almost eat. don't see her as a human. Yeah, we don't, we don't humanize yeah. her. You know what I mean? But, um, so I, I do, I definitely like that just like me concept and the whole concept that Pima has about a kind heart. Cause like you said, when we're resisting so much of the changes, the shifts, the things that are happening, it really hardens us up and tightens our energy up. And I do believe, which was another thing that she said that everyone is innately good. Um, just to touch on that, like we do genuinely have a kind heart, but I just have to say like modern world is very distracting and it's kind of hard to consistently for, I'll speak for myself. It's kind of hard for me to be consistently tapped into just the kind heart thing. Cause I have it. I do. I am. I really, um, see so much of that just like me and don't stress out. Don't push them. Don't, you wouldn't want somebody to do that to yourself. But then we get caught up in all of the stuff that we have to do that it does kind of become about, well, what I have to do. And it's just and more challenging. So, absolutely. And more so of just what I have to do. They talk about taking in negativity through the news. And I think, Ooh. It's it's the double-edged sword because, you know, I want to be involved. I want to know what's happening in the world. However, I do feel like sometimes it stresses me out. And I, I know a lot of people can relate. I, I started, too, and I'm, I'm still very happy because I enjoy being in the know. I like to have conversations with my friends now about, I don't know everything about politics obviously but to somewhat be more informed knowing when things are happening i enjoy that but i never thought of the concept where she said that when you take in the news to realize that they're just labels and all of these horrible things that we see are just covers because of miscommunication with people and that all stems from your mindset and to me that was that was a really profound statement and just it's all really the way i took it was wow this is all really one big misunderstanding and I think at some point you're responsible to make your own choices, but Absolutely. we're all coming from different backgrounds. Most of us are doing what we think is good for us. And even in the weird, twisted way that it could seem so hateful, maybe they're doing it out of love for their family. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? I think right. it's just like we all have these, we're taught our ways and we believe our truth. And a lot of times we see that butting heads, but it's all this big label of people not communicating with each other and not giving each other a chance either. Yeah, and I mean, I can see a lot with these days. We use the vocabulary completely wrong. I don't have an example off the top of my head, but I just feel like a lot of times the way words and sentences are put out, and it triggers people to just kind of be like, no, that's not true, or that's not it, or no, you know what I mean? People get defensive. They feel like they need to, (laughs) you know, stick up for their character. Yeah, but again, like when you were saying about the miscommunication, I think there's a lot of that going on. And like every now and then, you know, on Twitter, I think Twitter is one of the best and the worst places <laughs> to have I'm an opinion. Social media in general, probably <laughs> yes. with that one. <laughs> but just to put something out, I remember I asked somebody a question once, and they were so offended that I asked, and it was just like such a dumb and random question. It's Do you just remember like, the question. Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm totally not going to oh, go into all that. I was like, I know. It was just. I think um, basically the way I posed the question could leave it open to a bunch of narratives that could go either way. Like that would suggest that I'm saying something negative, or. Mm-hmm. But I just think that when we're taking in for so much forms of negativity, like the way the news puts things out, sometimes I think we 
we it that kind of like ingrains in us and we start to just respond you know i don't even talk about politics because if i say anything i just feel like it's ready for a fight to brew cuz i personally am the same with social media i really i'll talk I to my friends and family yeah. but I, I i yeah i feel like that's just unfortunately inviting negativity and stress that i'm trying to get completely far away from especially at this point in life where, yeah and but what i did like too is oprah she got to a place of talking about just connection and um, Pema saying that when she's by herself, she even noticed that the energy she was putting out could affect other people when she's not even around other people. And mm-hmm. Oprah talking about the importance of when she was with her mom and she was dying, the importance of just it being enough to be present. And I yeah. think sometimes that's how I know who are my true friends when we can sit in a room of silence and we're yeah. all good. Like we, there, it's not awkward. We're just kind of just there with each other, chilling. So yeah, there. I think there's something. That it's that unspoken connection with people, whether romantically or platonic, where it's you just feel an energy and a connection. And so I, I really connected connected with her connection I to her it. mom. But it was I just thought that was beautiful that when you're not even saying words, it's just enough to be there. And sometimes that's all people need in a friend is someone just to be there and listen. Yeah, I love that. I'm totally open to that. I remember the first time um, one of my girlfriends said that to me. We're just driving somewhere, and I didn't even notice until she mentioned it. But it was just silent in the car. We're just looking around, doing whatever. And she was like, you know what I appreciate about our friendship? Like, we don't have to be engaged in some forced conversation mm-hmm. just to be talking for the, the sake of talking. the fact that you didn't even notice is even cooler. That's You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. So I can definitely appreciate it's that. It's like if you're on a first date and there's a two seconds of no talking, you're like, ah, what do I say? This is so, weird. Like, you know how's your I mean? chicken? <laughs> how's the weather today? Yeah. It's like, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it becomes this forced persona that we start to put out in oh. the world. And that's when things just get weird. Absolutely. That's when it's like, all right, I'm not being myself now. I really also like the part of her talking about legacy because on my oh, quest to figure out my purpose in life and what I want to do. And, you know, we talked about what would questions be at the end of it all. And I always come mm. back to connection. I always come back to the people in my life. When I see everything at the end, I don't just see me and the like experiences I've had. I think about the people in my life and our relationships. Right. And so when she said that connection comes through the lives we've touched, I was like, I almost felt kind of validated that my thoughts mm. were right in a way where yeah. someone like that is saying it. I'm like, okay, maybe I am on the right track with this. And her saying that, you know, we're not really meant to do this alone, that the point of it is to touch and hopefully leave people's lives better, the ones that you've been in and vice versa. Yeah. And her greatest awakening was to be present. And it's so hard to be present. Even talking about this podcast, I wanted to stop and tweet moments. And then I caught myself not listening to what she was saying because I was still stuck on the last line that I wanted to remember. So I was proud of myself with this one because I put it into practice where I was about to go into work and instead of trying to multitask all these thoughts, I'm like, pause the podcast. It's not that hard. Pause it. Get your thought out and then come back to it and then focus on one thing at a time. And I took the extra 10 minutes instead of going on Instagram or whatever it is to just sit outside in the sun for a little bit. And it was really nice. Good for you. It's so funny because I usually have those moments, but for this one, it wasn't that type of get down. I was yeah. a little bit distracted. And that's okay too. Yeah. You know, it kind of was what it was for, for this particular one, but there was also a lot of things that, hmm, how do I say? Like there was a lot of things in this podcast that resonated with who who I've been and what I believe as well. So again, not like I'm listening to everything. It was like, oh, kudos to me. I'm already doing that. But it kind of did feel like, oh, okay, that's, mm-hmm. this is, um, 
confirmed. It's justified. Yeah. The reason nice I'm doing this makes that sense. After all the life searching, maybe on the right path a little right. bit. Right. So something that stood out to me was when she talked about when you're feeling some kind of way, check in with your body. And I do that. And I really, you guys, if you don't do this, it's a great exercise to begin at any time, in any moment, especially with the idea of staying present. But if I'm feeling stressed out or I'm having thoughts, or even if I'm not having any of that and I just want to check in with my body, I do. And I often notice like, oh my God, I'm not breathing. Or girl, Mm -hmm. your shoulders are so tight right now. Or I'll just be, you know, sometimes I have pain in my hips. But I realize even just relaxing my hips and my back a little bit, like, why am I so tight for? That's been my biggest <laughs> lesson of 2019, straight yes. up. And and that's what she says, too. She says, make friends with the tightness and the yes. body and mind, the importance of that connection and that breath, because oh. it's so real. Like, there's there's nothing like, ooh, about that stuff. No. Like, your body and mind are connected. And, yes. you know, whether you choose to believe that your mind can heal certain things, I definitely think the mindset in the right direction and just putting out that good energy. I don't know if it's the fix all, but I definitely, definitely believe it's very critical in get your mind right and then the rest will follow. Yeah, because I mean, checking in with your body is it's anytime that I check in with my body, I can definitely see what my mind is subconsciously thinking. Mm -hmm. Even if my thoughts aren't on the forefront, I can see like I'll breathe into different parts of my body. Like if I just could tell that my hips were tight. Yeah, I mean, maybe we should just take a moment, but I'll take a deep breath in the nose and um, envision my breath going down to my hips. I give my body a chance to release Mm. that tension because what I feel like, you know, part of disease, you know, dis-ease is when we just stay tight in places and for so long that a tumor develops or like, you know, energy um, gets stuck in areas. Yep. And I think that's what makes us sick and our bones and joints hurt and stuff, you know, all these things. So back to stress. Oh my God. So checking in with your body, that really gave me so much peace because I made a habit of doing it and I would like to do even more, but it's been a game changer. Super solars are listening and can say, Hey, that's me too. I feel this tightness. No, it's normal because we absolutely believe it. But (laughs) I've noticed that because I had to find a balance where I'm like, I wish I could be a 30 minutes of yoga every day, but I try and do, you know, my little workouts. And then at the end, I do a 10 minute yoga video now where I, and even sometimes I'm like, do I have 10 minutes? I'm like, yes, you have 10 minutes. minutes. And I always feel so much, and it's super simple. It's nothing crazy, but just the basic stretches that are in the yoga pose. I just, I cannot deny that I feel better. And even at the end of the video, she's like, now notice how you feel now. And I've never once regretted taking that extra 10 minutes to set the tone for the rest of my day. Yeah, and you open those places up when you're stretching. And I love yoga poses too. I have to admit, I'm not one of those, I'm not like super crazy on the yogi. Because I know some people, to some people it sounds like a fad. It's like, oh my God, that's yoga. The, that's what sucks about it. I know, it, it is. It's a fad, but it's for your health. But yeah, so I can definitely say poses that I've been introduced to do stretch areas beyond my, oh, I never would have thought if I put my body like that, I could, mm-hmm. oh, and I'm then like, now I'm feeling my whole now? side of the body, yeah. like, open up. And with that being said, again, when we're thinking about repressed emotions or issues or worries in the body, to expose them in yoga is so freeing. And with the breath, and it kind of goes back to what Pima was saying, is she said, uh, strength, we strengthen our resilience 
like when we face things instead of withdrawing. So it's like instead of ignoring what we feel or not even being cognizant of it at all, let's face it head on. Let's go mm-hmm. straight face to face with it, which could be scary because it's like oh, if it's I'm terrifying. actually That's yeah, why most of us don't want to do that. Yeah, it's like if I'm actually looking at this issue, now I have to like come up with a solution and I but I do that same thing. I try to just face it like, all right, what do I got to get done? Because it just has to get done. I'm stressing about doing the thing instead Mm -hmm. of making the steps to do the thing. And And a lot of times the ending result is (laughs) it's easier than you might. In my experience, whenever I had this really scary thing in front of me, at the time I hated it, but I was so thankful at the end. And that even ties in with Oprah saying that she almost, I don't know if I'd go this far as to thank some ex-boyfriends, but she talks about thanking the guy that broke her heart. And when we say we put Oprah on this pedestal, of course we see her incredibly high up there, but for her to say that, yeah, you know, I wrote love letters to a boy and it was so beautiful when she said, I wept for the girl that I once was. Because to Uh, be like, first of all, she's Oprah, mother Winfrey, so I'm sure that guy is regretting whatever decisions he made, but (laughs) I just think that was so big of her and such an enlightened perspective to look back and say this person who caused me all of this pain was my greatest teacher and maybe she wouldn't have that mindset if she didn't go through those things that hurt her and I think it's so valuable because even the way you worded worded it like um you know a person who because I I got a lot of uh experience in the heartbreak department so I can definitely see the value in it because I guess the way I'm looking at it is I could thank and release any ex that have done anything. One, because I can see where they were at at the time. And two, I really did need it because the experience I was being met with was something that I needed in order for Jamie to be better. Mm -hmm. So I can only be grateful that it happened. It could have been any body in front of me, any name, any person, any whatever, but to not allow people to treat me a certain way or to not receive energy in this way or to recognize manipulation and narcissism like these are things that you kind of have to go through in order to become a better person so it doesn't feel good but my god am I grateful for the experience it gave me characters colors layers and something to fight for well even in the very beginning she says that you have to know pain to know love that part and that's that's how we appreciate things right if everything's given to us cool for the first six months and then after that you just you don't have any sense of worth and we've talked about this before why you see so many quote unquote successful people so miserable because they don't know who they are without the status without the gold and the shiny mm. and the glitz and the glam and the whole concept of that is it will never be enough because you got to know who you are on the inside yeah and how like even when it goes back to choosing your friends and surrounding you with the right people you know what i'm saying if you're attracting people because of your status most likely those aren't the right kind of people that you want in your yeah. circle because those aren't the ones you call when you... And you need to are, learn that if you don't know it. really there. Exactly. Yeah. And what do you think about the whole concept of everything being neutral? Uh, well, I do love that. But before we move from the part about pain and hurt being the same, or love and pain, I, I definitely feel like it's so funny because it made myself feel better. <laughs> when I think about so romantic... Yeah. <laughs> When I think about romantic relationships, I'm like, wow, like I've been through a lot when it comes to matters of the heart. But I tell you, when I get the right guy, I have so much more to give it's because like I a light get bulb it. That goes off where you're like, oh, that's how this should. Yeah, go. because this I is know. How I should feel. Yeah, I know all of the layer. I can be so much more accepting of quote unquote faults. I can be so much more 
open to I've grown so much of a human because of all the hell I've been through. I think it will just make me a better quality partner and parent. So I do I agree. Yeah, I know. So I agree with that. But now when you say with everything being neutral, meaning like it cancels each other out or what was the concept Pema was putting? She was just saying to that. that we've kind of discussed this before viewpoints of what is good, what is bad. So she was just going oh, yeah, back yeah. to that concept of we are the ones who decide if this is good or bad. And she was just saying that we ultimately can't control. Like, even today, you just said, this day did not go how I wanted it to go. And that's going to happen more times than not. And I've learned that hugely with all my, like, psycho planning, where now I'm like, I'm just not going to plan anymore. But um, working on how we react to the things that essentially we don't plan for. And good and bad is going to be different for everyone based on their experiences like your good could not be good to me you know you know what yes. i mean it's just like it's mm-hmm. all based on what we know who we are the opinions we formed because of our backgrounds our friends so i think she's just saying really when you look at it from an objective point of view everything is neutral we're the ones that decide what's good what's yeah bad. so i definitely feel that way the majority of the time i don't know if it's well Sometimes I think it's because I'm a Gemini. Like, Geminis are very so two sides Wait, of the coin. how did I not know you were a Gemini? Yeah, I'm a Gem. <laughs> I'm what a Gemini. Really? Yay. When's your birthday? We just got so LA. I so know. fast. <laughs> May 29th. May 29th? Oh, that is such a cute Gemini I'm, birthday. And that's another weird thing about attracting people. I feel like I'm attracting so many Geminis. And I've <laughs> never... I felt like I never met May birthdays or Geminis. And suddenly I'm everyone a is. I'm oh, a June, June 9th. Yeah. But I almost feel like suddenly everyone is saying they're Gemini. Where I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, how did this it's start time. happening? Yeah, it was but like I, you're being surrounded. Is that me being like an LA girl now? But, or am I kind of attracting these kind of people? Maybe. Like, like maybe know. if that's what you, you know, I mean, if you feels, ask for it. It feels more fun to say that. So I'm going yeah, for that one. <laughs> so take that. Yeah. So then I guess you understand too. I'm always... Like I used to think I was going to be a lawyer because I'm like I can argue any side. I was like, told I should be a lobbyist in high school. Yeah, I, we can find points on any side, so it's just like, but then I feel like sometimes that neutrality Always gets in you in trouble. Middle. Yes. Well, it just depends. I think, <laughs> very situational because I think sometimes a part of our personality can come off as a people pleaser where you just don't want anyone to be mad at you, which I'll also admit to. I'd like to be in the middle, but I think if you're going to I think you need to have strong viewpoints for both sides. So make sure if you're in the middle of a fight, you tell, hey, both of my friends, I'm not going to listen to you talk bad about her and I'm not going to listen to you talk bad about her. Don't like pick one side and then tell the other. Don't be like, you know, two faced in that way. So I think it's just instead of being stuck in the middle, more of I like to think about is finding a balance. And the more I go through life, the more I'm trying to find the balance in everything I do. Yeah. And then I think told even with what you just said, like your value system has everything to do with that. Cause I think of, so this, whatever, it's a little controversial, but Donald Trump and Kanye West are both Gemini's. And so when I look at them and when I see them speak and I see everything that they're going through right now, I, I don't have certain feelings about either of them. Okay. I'm black. I'm a woman. And I know I'm supposed to hate Trump according to, you know, popular conversation, but I don't know the guy. Like, I don't even know enough about politics or what's going on. I don't buy into any of that system. And then even when it comes to Kanye and how I feel as a Gemini, I feel like we're always... People think that I'm at at times not being authentic because my... um, 
my ideas change and they shift or they sound like I'm on both sides of the coin because I am. I am extremely neutral. Well, and, and that it can we're be allowed really annoying. to change our mind too. Exactly. I heard, was that a podcast we did where it's like, why oh, do yeah. we, why is there always this? This big conversation about the fact that, yeah, we get older, we learn new things. Yeah. Isn't that the point of life, to have a different perspective? And I just think it's being authentic along the way by admitting that maybe I didn't say this one time, but this is where I'm at now. Yeah, or this is how I feel. Or when I elaborate on this, this is what I meant by that. And there's more sides and Mm -hmm. shades to that. Because when I look at, you know, guys like this, like, for example, I did read a book, The Art of the Deal, like, long time ago. And this was, like, in the 80s. And Trump was like, yeah, I'm going to be president. I'm president. Like, he's been going for it. And then even when it comes to Kanye, there's certain things that the way he speaks is so radical and off the wall. Like, it gets under people's skin. But when I listen, I'm like, I get it. I I feel I feel him on that. I'm, actually, I'm not even mad, you know? I'm going to agree with you on that because I've always said, too, that... At the end of the day, I wouldn't want someone, and with a grain of salt, because we do hear a lot from the media, most of it, I think, when you hear big decisions being made, and so many people, you can kind of believe them to a certain extent, but if I wouldn't want someone who didn't know me personally to form opinions, then I am going to try. And go hard on me like that. And maybe not form opinions, because I'll definitely say I have opinions, but... To say, like, I, I hate someone. I can't do it. Yeah, if I have never really met you, then... You don't know. But that I feel like that angers people in this day and yeah, age. Like for sure. I can I don't I said it on this podcast, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't I'm not getting involved in any conversations because my neutrality is sometimes it's like Well I, th- I just think a write-off. At the end of the day, you're gonna hear all these things and yeah. maybe a lot are true. Maybe they're not though. Maybe we're just fed media and we like I, I do believe a lot of stuff probably is true and that's where I would form an opinion, but if I stand by my truth of how I'd want someone to treat me, it would I'd have to dig really deep, but right. I would, you know, have to try and give that same respect that I would want yeah, to be give given this, to me. Yeah, that's all, you know, so that's the just like me mm-hmm. exercise. So this is an opportunity where I see when I'm looking at all this going on, whether it be Trump, Kanye, all this stuff that's going on, I'm like, well, dang, I sure would hate to open my mouth about something and have... So many people crapping on me for my my well, thoughts. Also, people you know? will never not be mad. Never people so, will never not be mad. That too. Uh, so yeah. So as far as neutrality, I'm all about it. I think we could all uh, benefit from that value if we just well and be just neutral. Coming from a kind heart, to... when you come back to her very first point, let people of, be. Yeah, let and, them be. And having. <laughs> Having a different point of view, I especially understand if someone is very passionate about how they feel, where they're going to get heated, they're, they care. And so I believe that comes from a place of passion because they care about what they're saying. Yeah. But there needs to be a change in the way we talk to each other where yes. if we, we're not like throwing punches because we have different political views. To oh, me, I see a lot of that happening divide, now. It's a huge divide. we got to stop that. We just have to... But, I mean, it's hard because sometimes they're very dicey conversations. And I, I could know. see where it's like, if you possibly think this way, then there's, how can we connect? So yeah. I do kind of see tough. that. It's it's situational. But I almost think maybe <sighs> just removing yourself from that person oh, yeah, instead I don't, yeah. of, like, 
making it worse. But one more thing. But you might be missing out on something amazing by removing yourself from a person who doesn't agree that Kanye is stupid or Trump's an asshole or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? There's more sides to people than just yeah, than just politics or music or yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just try to stay open. I think everyone has something in common with everyone. Absolutely, one thing at least. Even if it's like you guys like popcorn, there's one thing in common. Mm, Popcorn. Our last thing was um, the Buddha sexual assault case where Oprah. And only Oprah, I think, can do this in such a, I'm going to call you out, but it's, you're not going to feel attacked by it type thing. And she, long story short, if you were listening to the podcast, um, there's an experience with the Buddhist sexual assault case. And Pema was actually confronted by a woman who said, I've been, I'm a victim of rape. And Pema didn't believe her. And furthermore, she said, I bet you were kind of asking for it. And she said that... Um, she didn't believe her. She later apologized. And then this got to the point of saying that we need to allow people to change. What do you yeah. think about that? I think we absolutely need to allow people to change. Um, we sometimes do things in our passion and our viewpoint that may hurt other people. Uh, and I don't think it's bad to turn around and be like, dang, I was wrong. And that's beautiful to even have that moment. So I think, um, yeah, people change. Ideas change. She was wrong. The woman really did go through something. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was an opportunity for us that are hearing it to maybe give people that we encounter the benefit of the doubt. Or if we don't believe them, maybe we don't have to say it like that. Or there's a bunch of different yeah. things. Like, I again, treat people the way you want to be treated. Yeah. And how cool is it that she even talked to the woman on the phone? Yeah. And really and made got herself to available. And- and just learn so much about who she was. Because just like her perspective at the time, she was probably trapped and caught in this bubble and wanted to believe that the man she believed in was a good person. And yeah. I'm I'm really happy that she admitted that she was wrong because I mess up all the time. And I yeah. feel like you and just got to get your pride out of the way. Yeah, just it, confront the tightness. Like, that's hard to say, especially now with the Me Too movement. This is not the time you want to be against women who are finally getting that courage to to come out with such a painful, dark thing. Right. And I'm just, I commend her for doing that because I'm sure she did get some, you know, hate for that. Yeah, it's really tough. So, I mean, I thought that was great and powerful. I was so shocked when Oprah read that. She was like, you said that she was mm-hmm. lying. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, how's she going to answer there. this? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Well, this was so good. I mean, this episode was jam-packed with amazing things. So we got an exercise to take away, just like me. Um, also noticing how you feel within your body, like just check in with your body in random time, see where you're tight at, see where you need some energy. So I love everything about that. So I think now is a perfect time to dive on in to some news and gossip. Okay. Well, I said before, I love, do we have our music now? Oh, for news and gossip? Oh, that's the owner yeah, of soul. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. We're we just kidding. Little there we go. There it is. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to share some of her quotes because um, if you really think about quotes, they exist for a reason because they have great meaning. So yes. um, one of them I really liked is, you are the sky, everything else, it's just the weather. So the fact that weather is always changing and we're ultimately holding all these movements in life and changes and we have to be capable of dealing with it all and clearing the sky to get the sunshine again. Yeah. I may have ad-libbed that last part. The sunshine's part, always there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they said. The sunshine's always there. And then if we learn to open our hearts, anyone, including the people who drive us crazy, can be our teacher. And that, I think, takes Ooh. the most strength to admit that someone that did you so dirty 
could actually cause you a lot of growth and you see God, the benefit. That's interesting right you there. You can see more from goodreads.com and if you just search Pema's name, Pema Chodron, it will come up with just a lot of really awesome deep quotes that touched me and I think could affect a lot of other people too. No, that was really good because there's somebody in my life that drives me crazy and it makes me want to shut down. I'm so aggravated with this mm-hmm. person. Um, gosh, I need to start looking at what I can learn we, because maybe it even really saying, drives me crazy. Well, yeah, what, how are they my teacher? You, I'm going to have to yeah. put that one in the pocket. Maybe like Thanks, have a Pema. glass of wine and then think about it. <laughs> Ooh, child. And then we do, of course, we do our question every Sunday on my Instagram. So the Super Soul question this week was, do you believe most people are born good? Pema said that most people are fundamentally good. And mm-hmm. we did get about 76% says yes, 24 says no. But wow. I did want to share a few responses that people kind of gave me more detail on. Yeah. Um, Sean Curtis says, four out of 100 people are sociopaths. Not sure where he's getting this info <laughs> from, but he says that. And that's usually because of childhood trauma, which we do see a lot. And mm-hmm. that's act- And some people actually do, they are born evil and that they believe that some people are psychopaths. Now, that's another discussion. And to me, that could be something with the hormones and wiring of your like brain. Like I could I feel like I could watch a documentary on that and maybe be swayed to believe that. Mm-hmm. And then another friend, she said, let me pull it up for you guys. Okay, Bianca Damasio says, I think humans are primitive creatures and our conceptions of what is good and bad today are different than what our ancestors considered good and bad in the Stone Age, for example. So while I don't think humans are necessarily born good and that it might be more of a product of socialism and normal, they think that humans may have some innate sense of morality. But I lean towards more of the blank slate view because we are so primitive. So she basically saying that it's really has to do with your upbringing. If you're in a household that teaches you value, you're going to lean towards the good side. But yeah, I don't know. I could see that too. Yeah. But I just, I guess my question is if you have no no foundation at all what choices would you make but I mean I think as babies they come out good like you know what I mean or like you'll see those memes where it's like this little black child and this white white one they're like running to each other and they're like hugging each other like I miss you or the other one's like we're twins because we got the same haircut they're not seeing that one is black and one is white you know what I mean so when you see the skin to skin with the mother holding the child for the first time I think the warmth and the skin to skin love there has to be something from a good place, right? Oh, for sure. Wouldn't they cry? I mean, they do cry, but wouldn't yeah. they, like, you know, push off and not enjoy that if there was something that they disconnected from that? We're going to have to dive into that. I would love to do some so, research because yeah. I am not sure. Um, but let's say, before we do, um, I was going to say, I, w- I wanted to just dive into our own or soul. Do you know what you're going to do to own your soul this week? Stretch more. Stretch more. I really noticed a huge simple. difference. So, yeah, I'm just going to stretch more and really try and release that tightness starting with a simple stretch and reset my mind. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to, I I had something, but I'm going to have to switch it up. I'm going to have to go with that quote and I have, you know. See how someone's your teacher? Yes, see how someone is my teacher because I struggle like so much so that I had a bad dream about this person and I woke up angry. Well, they get up in there. Yeah, it's interesting. So, (laughs) all right. Well, I hope you guys were able to learn something. We got some good exercise and quotes for you guys. So please rewind, write them down, meditate on it and let's move into this week 
with a new mindset, ready to evolve and face the things that we don't want to face. I promise you're going to be okay. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Meet us here, same time, same place next week so we can have this super soul sit down once again. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. I'm Hey Jay. You can find I'm Haley Jay. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Jay H A Y J underscore. Bye. See you next Monday. Yay. This is Book Circle Online. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.